You are now listening to Empowered by My Struggle with your host, Prophet O'Shea Morgan. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Empowered by My Struggle. That's right, the podcast you love to listen to on your way to work or on your way uh, to your meeting or wherever you are going on today. I am here for our sit down today as we talk about um yes shows that we are watching uh that i'm watching um during the pandemic and during uh the craziness of the world um we're here to talk about it but the wonderful thing about this season i have been talking about different shows that i've been watching and i've been talking about them um and pulling nuggets of life that might help you and encourage you in your journey through this life. Because um, the truth of the matter is, I find that we can pull life nuggets from everyday life on uh, our television sets. And I show you basically how we can do that through the shows I'm watching and my point of view and perspectives from those shows. Um, And so I come on here, I vent, I rant, and then I pull out important nuggets of truth for you to tune into. Okay, and um, today I have to set up the episode today because we're not going to be our we're not going to be doing our normal okay i um normally would get on the um podcast and we would talk about uh put a ring on it amen we are in season 2 of put a ring on it and so normally i would get on and i would talk about put a ring on it and just uh that's how i thought i was going to finish out the season but however in episode five okay in episode five i didn't really find nothing that was really worthy to bring to y'all that really caught my goat that i really wanted to talk about or discuss with you all so um, we're going to take a detour um, today and talk about um, a show that I'm also watching that uh, I don't really talk to y'all much about because um, it's something that I watch with my daughters. Okay. Um, it's something that I watch with my daughters and we basically have our, have our own time to just sit, talk and discuss about this show, but something unnerved me so much about this show 
that I don't even know if I could fit everything in this one episode of me sitting here talking to y'all because I'm going to have to explain what is going on in the show. And then I'm going to have to break down my points along with it as I'm explaining. So I don't know if I'm going to uh, get it all in one sitting. But y'all know I will do a part two uh, if I have to. Okay. And so the name of the show is uh, Insecure. And this particular episode of Insecure, because they're doing their final season of Insecure, this particular episode of Insecure unnerved me, okay? It unnerved me in so many different ways. Um, So much so that I thought, since I didn't find anything in episode five, of put a ring on it. Let me talk to the audience today about Insecure and take a little detour from what we normally do and what we normally talk about. Okay, so, y'all, let me tell you. Let me tell you. um, This episode focuses on, for those of you that are familiar with the show, It focuses on Lawrence and Condola and their um, child that they are having um, that Condola chose to have with uh, Lawrence, okay? Um, And um, originally, she wasn't going to have the child, but she decided um later on that she was and that and um that Lawrence would not have to be involved or um Lawrence would not have to do anything um she would take care of it all okay she had decided that at first um but knowing that she was um, pregnant and everything, Lawrence wanted to not, uh, have a child in this world, uh, big ups to him, uh, that he did not take care of, or he did not care for. He decided that if you're going to have the child, then I'm going to be in the child's life in this episode. Okay. I'm going to be in the child's life. And kudos to him for that. Okay? But the way the episode opens up unnerved me already. Um, We don't see her going through labor pains. We don't see her going through the swollen feet. We don't see her going through all of the changes and the mishaps of having a kid. And neither does Lawrence because all of that is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, skipped in all of that. Okay? And so he doesn't get 
the privilege to see all of that. The only thing that he gets to know is, get this, y'all, is that his baby is born. Okay? His baby is born. And and the way I call Condola trifling because um, the way she tells him is through a text. Okay? She tells him through a text. Okay? Through a text. And why would you tell somebody through a text that their child is born? That's just an off way of telling somebody. I deserve, I feel, if I was Lawrence, I deserve a phone call. I deserve you to come to my place and tell me that this child is born, if you can. Obviously, she couldn't because she was at the hospital having the baby. But at, at minimum, I deserve a phone call. I didn't even get to, you didn't call me and say she's in labor. Okay? You just call me and say, your baby's here. Okay? You just text me that. And he has to leave in the middle of a date uh, to uh, come to the hospital. And um, he has to leave in the middle of a date to come to the hospital and see his child. Okay? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But by the time he gets there and the time he uh, comes there, she's already painted the picture and have the family looking at him awkwardly as if he's a deadbeat, good-for-nothing father. Um, and she is having to carry the weight of everything on her, on her shoulder, even though when he gets there, they do try to be cordial with him. They do ask if he wants to hold the baby. You can just see on the looks on their faces that they already had that here come this nigga look. Okay? So she's, all, she's already painted the picture. Okay? Um, she's already painted the picture and got them looking strange at him. But here's the thing, y'all. Here's the thing. Um, she has already chosen a name for the child without the inclusion of Lawrence. She has already chosen a name for the child to name him after her grandfather, I believe it is, um, to name him after her grandfather. No agreement with Lawrence, but she's just chosen to do that. And he, because he wasn't there for the whole majority of the pregnancy, um, he just has to accept it. 
And he takes it on the chin, you know. Even though he feels some type of way about it, he takes it on the chin, you know. However, that was messed up. And he didn't even get included in that. Um, but he tells her when she comes home from the hospital that he, he wants to be involved. He wants to go to doctor's appointments. He wants to go through the whole nine yards with her. Okay. Um, when they get to the doctor's office, she has already chosen the doctor. She already has a meal plan. She's already got this and that and all of this stuff going on with no inclusion from him. And then they bring up the topic of baptism. Okay. You, you have named my child without my agreement. You have um, given birth to my child. And I didn't even get to support, even try to support you as you went through contractions or things like that. You've already done all of this with my child. And now the, uh, the topic of baptism comes up and he agrees or he asks um, if the child could be baptized at his mama's church because his mom wants to baptize the child in um, her church and allow her pastor to do it, okay? But when the topic of baptism comes up, Condola already says, no, I know a little church by my house where we're going to get him baptized or we're going to get yeah, get him rededicated or whatever. So now you picked out the doctor's appointments. You've had the child. You um, have done pretty much everything up until this point. And now I can't even choose where my child is baptized or introduced to his faith. Okay, so he takes, he don't like it, but he takes that on the chin. Okay. Um, but after seeing all of that, he brings up to her attention. He says, I'm not included. And I don't have the rights and privileges that I think I should have. I, I'm paraphrasing or whatever. But he brings this up to her. And then she, in my opinion, in my opinion, she wants to try to throw shade and say, well, you said keep you posted. You know what he meant, chick. You know what he meant, okay? But you're using this to be low-key shady without being shady, okay? I can see through what you already, what you're already doing, okay? Um, and so, up until this point, I'm looking at Condola like you, you, you should let him be in the child's life. You should let him have some say so you should uh give him an opportunity and give him the experience 
of fatherhood. However, ladies, I'm going to balance this thing out because I, lady, I later saw Condola's point with um, Lawrence. Condola's point with Lawrence, which he made it so that she had a valid one. He made it so that she was valid in her in her uh, point uh, that she later gives him toward the end of the show. You know, um, he made it valid. So I do see her point and we'll talk about her point um, in the moment. Okay. Okay. Uh, I see her point because um, of what she says later on. But also, Condola also not only has the baby baptized, where she wants to have the baby baptized, um, she has chosen the doctor, set up the doctor's appointments and everything. But basically, again, continually, continually painting the picture to her family that he's a no good dad, even at the baptismal, okay? Even at the baptismal, okay? Um, wow. She's doing this, okay? Um, so she does this at the baptismal. And, excuse me, excuse me, she does this at the baptismal. And I'm all like, condola, condola, condola. Why? Because you're basically making it impossible for this man to be a part of his child's life. And I was all Team Lawrence at first. Okay, but toward the end of the program, she makes a valid point because she does talk about um, how she feels upset by how he could just pop in whenever he has time to pop in and see the child and want to take the child and want to do this with the child. However, she doesn't get that luxury as a mother to just drop and have fun whenever she wants to. She has to find a babysitter. She has to um, depend on her support system when she wants to do something. And so she has a valid point. And then her point is further proven when she does give him an opportunity she does give him an opportunity to come and pick up the child and he drops the ball. He chooses work. He chooses to counsel on uh, coming to get the child and to go to work. Okay. This is where I disagree with Lawrence because I'm me. If I were a father, 
I would choose. I would choose to, uh, no matter what, my child comes first. Especially seeing the way that his mother has carried on uh, without my without my input for so long because she's had to because she wants to use very easily my um, just keep me posted. She wants to take that and use that against me. And so with him knowing this situation, my child is priority. The bonding with my child is priority. But he did not do that. Okay? He did not do that. And so he chose work. And that's where he gave her validity. That's where he gave her a valid point in everything. However, he does make, a, um, there was this one scene where they're at a party and he does make one adjustment as the father of the child. He introduced, mashed up, now get this, he introduced, mashed up desserts at a child's birthday party to his uh, child. Because by this time, the child has grown a little bit and he's at the place where he can sort of kind of digest solid, solid foods if you mash it up and give it to him. Okay? So what uh, Lawrence does is he does that. And she flips out and just takes the child. She flips out and just takes that child or asks for the child and said, I haven't in introduced solid foods yet. And how could you do that and give me my baby? Um, that's the thing. But yet you want to cry about you're not having free time. You want to cry about this and that. You want to cry because he's not involved. And the one, he just made one little adjustment. One little adjustment without telling you. And that's huge. Because he's trying to, I see a man that is trying to grab something that is just between him and his child. Since you have so kindly done everything else without his knowledge or his input. He's trying to grab just one thing. One thing that him and his child shares. And you want to take that and you want to make that a big issue. And so... um. <clears throat> So she does. She does. She makes that a big issue and um, eventually gets her child and lead, I suppose, lead the party. But here is the thing. 
uh, at the last part of the scene. At the last part of the scene, y'all. She, uh, Lawrence, is supposed to take the child. Lawrence is supposed to take the child for the weekend. Okay. As I understand it, for the weekend. And um, for the weekend and just watch the child. And because he confronts her about, and because he's trying to, I guess, calm the child because the child was a little bit fussy again. He's trying to interject himself as the father and basically give her a break and kind of uh, walk through the woes of trying to calm their child on his own because if he's going to share custody of the child, he's got to learn techniques too and how to care for this child when the child is not with her. Okay? So... The child is fussy and he's trying to help. But she, again, being territorial, being bossy, just give me my child and I know I know how to do this and I know how, again, taking his, his, taking his experience of fatherhood away. Taking his experience of fatherhood away, then you want to, then that's when the argument comes up about them, about him being able to do what he wanted to do, when he wanted to do it, how he wanted to do it, and just pop in his child's life uh, anytime he gets ready. Well, you're not giving him any other authority. You're not giving him any other leeway. So how, I mean, you're not, you're not giving him experience. And now you're crying about because you have to do everything yourself. Ladies, 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 let me say this to y'all. You can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. You gotta make up your mind what you want from the, your child's father. Make up your mind what you want from your child's father. Do you want the father to be in the child's life? Do you want the uh, father to be absent and you and everybody, or you paint the picture to your family of the single mother who doesn't have help and who doesn't have assistance? Do you want that? Or do you want him to be in the child's life? Now, I, I already knew I had to take this episode and explain to y'all what was going on. Now, in part two, because I already knew I was going to do a part two to this. Uh, in part two, I'm going to explain my points. Okay. So in part two, I'm going to explain my points. 
now that y'all know the story of the episode. Okay, in part two, I'm going to explain my points. I'll be right back. Thank you.